Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another School of Light, an educational series for you. It's out of the Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. I'm working through my many different stories, experiences that I had and had to go through in order to help you the Lord's way. This is going to be story number six, entitled Three Days in the Desert. And this motion video from Pixabay helps you to see what I was spiritually in, in the desert during three days. And I'll tell you about it. Here in the School of Light, this educational series, I'm trying to help you to understand the journey that you too will probably have to go on to help people the Lord's way, the way that he desires for you to help people, not the way of culture or tradition or mental health counseling of who I was. Yes, I was licensed, nationally certified as a clinical mental health counselor. I could do therapy. Yeah. Almost learned how to do hypnosis, but I knew I shouldn't, so I didn't. I could charge insurance companies money for just talking to you. But I had to know how to diagnose you because you had a disease, an illness, according to the insurance companies. It was biological. Something also emotionally was wrong with you in your thinking. And it was considered a disease and an illness if you had wrong thinking. Mm -hmm. Where did all that come from? It came from the World Health Organization and then through the American Psychiatric Association, down through the American Psychological Association, down through the American Mental Health Counselors Association. Mm Mm-hmm. Here in Florida, I was under the Department of the State called Medical Quality Assurance. I had to carry a million dollars of malpractice insurance. Mm -hmm. I was tasked and could legally diagnose your medical problem and treat it as an illness and a disease. And during those years, they were about 10. God was speaking to me, and I was having experiences where I didn't seem to fit in that way of helping you. I would get my hand slapped if I gave you a Bible or talked about faith or prayed with you. God was leading me and showing me that way is not what he wanted for me. Could be the way he wants you to help people. He works with each of us differently. And when I started stepping out of mental health counseling and learning how to help people the Lord's way, this story, Three Days in the Desert, was one of my early spiritual experiences. I was being tested by this father, this God of the Bible, to see what my heart's desires were about helping people and him. So welcome to lesson or story number six in the kingdom of agape love, volume one. In volume two, we're going to get deep 
into the stories I experienced and lived to help you the Lord's way. But first, let's welcome everybody here to the Garden of Eden, where we are in the very presence and delight of agape love, the Father and his Son, even though you see with your eyes this desert. It's sort of like we're in a classroom. He is helping you to see spiritually things through natural things. I'm sure this is a desert somewhere on earth or your planet, or it was created by wonderful graphic designers. We want to thank Pixabay for they provided this free motion video for me to use. As you know, I may look fuzzy. The words, when I put them on the screen, might be fuzzy because I don't use any green screen or blue screen or white screen behind me. They're too cumbersome, too big, don't fit, don't work. This is my second recording, and I've had to stop and answer the telephone and do other things. I don't have a dedicated space for this. I'm sitting in a little section of a very crowded living room. So enjoy the motion video. I'm also recording on Zoom Pro. Mm -hmm. So let's get started first with prayer. But before that, I want to welcome everybody from every galaxy, star system, and planet. And eventually, maybe even Mars, and out to the star systems through black holes, through wormholes, we will go. I hope YouTube can go that far. Yeah, because that's where I'm going to be traveling. And other social media as well. We got a lot of galaxies to reach. Probably be different long years after I'm gone. Don't know. Did you know I got an avatar now? I'm going into the metaverse. Mm-hmm. You'll see me, a voice in the light, Pastor Deborah. Don't know what I'll look like, but that's not my call. That's God's call. I'm going to help you in there. When you're off in your imaginations in the realm of the spirit, I'll be there in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll be there. Three Days in the Desert is the name of this story. Father, help us as you teach these precious, wonderful, forever persons, these spirits, about me and what you had to do with me and the test and the trials that you put me through to see if I could help people the Lord's way. Thank you for this story, Lord, where you asked me a question to see what my answer would be. Father, help them to understand that when you help people the Lord's way, you will be tested and tried. Mm -hmm. Help them to see this one test that I took that they too will have to take in some form. Help us to understand you and us through your Holy Spirit, your words of spirit and life. Thank you for leading me into helping people your way and out of the world. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, three days in the desert. This story involves a major spiritual test for me, Pastor Deborah, that each and every one of you must take if you are going to become one spiritually 
with the Most High God and help people his way. Testing and more testing by the fire of God himself. A lot of us are being tested and blamed Satan or others, but it's God. Mm -hmm. A lot of us don't understand that, but God has to help you get ready by looking at yourself. He gives us lots of examples to see our obedience in our heart from the Old Testament of the Bible and even the four Gospels through his son, Christ Jesus, who is our example. Nobody else is. We don't look at Paul. We don't look at apostles. We don't look at the flesh, but we study and study and learn. He had to know what was most important to me. What did I value above all? The spiritual test comes to all that desire a very close spiritual relationship with the Heavenly Father as a mature child, a son, an offspring, a king of the kingdom of heaven, and how it will come about through testing. Of course, as always at the time, I did not know it was a spiritual test or even the magnitude of it until after I went through it and passed. The story, or rather this test, began one morning in my daily prayer time and fellowship with the Most High God. I went spiritually, as I always do, to the spiritual throne room of the Heavenly Father himself to worship him and praise him and just talk to him. Well, when I got there, he wasn't there. The throne was empty. There wasn't anybody in it. I looked everywhere, and he was nowhere to be found. I could not understand what happened. I couldn't see him. I couldn't perceive him. I couldn't hear him. I couldn't see his presence. I couldn't sense him. He was nowhere. I was in the desert. Mm -hmm. This went on for three days. A long, long and lonely three days. The same agony as Christ Jesus felt and experienced on the cross from his father and in the garden of Gethsemane before he went to the cross. Loneliness, abandonment, not knowing why, nowhere to be found in the desert without him. I asked for forgiveness for everything I could think of. I asked the Most High God to just speak to me and bring his spiritual presence back into my life. I cried and cried out to him. I told him nothing was more important 
to me than to fellowship with him. Not the spiritual anointing he had placed on me to help people the Lord's way. Not the spiritual gifts I operated out of from the Holy Spirit. Not the agape love I had been given for the least of Christ Jesus' brethren, you. Not any ministry I was to do for him. Not my family. Not anyone or anything. I could not stand to go one more minute, one more day in this desert without the presence of him in my life. Without him to talk to. Without him and his eyes, his smile. Just being in his presence was so important to me. When you go through a test like this, you will find out real quick what's important to you. His blessings he wants to give to you or what? Three long, lonely days. He he spiritually allowed me to be without him. His voice, his presence, his fellowship. I thought I would die. It's like being in the desert and there's no water and no shade. Just unending miles of sand dunes, dust, sun, lack of water. That's what it was like. I thought I would die. I now knew what Jesus Christ felt on the cross when he said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? I've never felt such loneliness spiritually, emptiness, dryness in his presence since I was three. Even when I didn't really know him, I prayed to him. I don't, I just kind of knew he was there. And I found him in 1995 at the Brownsville Revival in Pensacola, Florida. He had touched me, changed me. And now he was nowhere around. He was all that mattered to me, him and him alone. I was in a major test for what was most important to me, him or the anointing, him or his truth, his gifts, his knowledge, him or his ministry of helping people, him or others, him or the world, him or his blessings. I learned. That I had to have him and him alone. He tried my spiritual heart and mind to bring up to the surface any selfishness, prideful, unholy, impure motives or desires that may have been there. He'll do the same for you. And he spiritually 
emotionally and mentally put me in a spiritual place, the desert, where I had to choose what I truly desired, wanted, loved more than anything. You'll see that in many a movies. Prophets called out into the desert. Moses, beaten into the dust, calling out to God until the maker's hand was ready to shape him and mold him. Yep, I was driven out into the desert for three days. (laughs) Moses, in the movie, The Ten Commandments, shows us how Moses fled after he killed an Egyptian and how God drove him to the desert. He did that also with the nation of Israel when he freed them from Egypt, drove them into the wilderness to the desert because you're not ready to be a soldier, a fighter, to go into the new covenant as you are. You have to make choices or you just want food. Onions, leeks. Are you a mumbler or a grumbler like they were in Israel? Or would you let him, the maker, get you ready for things you knew nothing of? He wanted to know what was my deepest desires. Him or other things. Him or others. Him or what he could give me. I chose him. And him alone. I said you can keep your ministry. I don't care about any of the gifts or the blessings or anything. I just want your presence. You. Just you. I passed the test. When I could say that honestly. With deepness of my spirit and soul. What would you choose? Would you allow God to put you in the desert? Would you allow him after you get born again? To go into the desert like he did the Israelites. Trying to get the dust of culture and tradition of Egypt out of you. And their gods. Did you learn to be humble, grateful for manna that came from heaven? Or did you grumble and complain because you didn't have what you had when you were in the world? Lost your friends, your family. By believing in him. I've been kicked out of churches. I've been called too heavenly minded. To be any earthly good. I've been attacked. In my own home almost killed. I've been poisoned shot at. Because I loved him. And you. So three days in the desert. I'd spent searching for him. He was testing me. Yes God will test you. He will try you. He's looking at your heart, your motives. He wants you to know what's in you. Why do you do what you do? Why do you want to be a politician? Why do you want to be a parent, a mother? Why do you want to be a business owner? Why do you want money? Many people say it's like when they pray, they hit a brass seat. He ain't there. He doesn't answer flesh. He only talks to spirit. Because we learn from Christ Jesus at a well with a woman in Samaria. This God that the Bible is a God of spirit. And he is to be worshipped in the spirit. Not at a tree or in a temple. 
in Jerusalem or in a building. But he can come down on any one of those. But my experience of three days in the desert, I was tested, purified, getting ready to help people the Lord's way. You kind of get tested like this, sort of, when you're learning to go to college, take classes, not get drunk, not do drugs, not have sex all over the place. So you can graduate and have a job to help people as a mental health counselor. I had to have at least one or two more years of regular college sick. Then I had to be supervised for two years by another licensed professional. Then I had to take a state test, cost about $500, probably more now, to pass. Then I had to buy malpractice insurance. Then I had to keep up with continuing education. I had to keep a lot of files and uh, fill out a lot of forms. A lot of work helping people. So helping people the Lord's way was sort of the same. But he was going to test my spirit, my soul. He was going to put me, and he did, for three days in the desert. I remember cutting grass, crying. If I have them. My prayers were not being heard. They weren't going anywhere. It was an empty throne room. And he did that to test me. Would you let him do that to you? None of us like tests and trials. This one was horrible. Thirsty for it. Dying for his presence, his shade, his living water. Couldn't find him. Many of you pray and nothing happens. You speak. You prophesy. Nothing happens. Something is wrong with your relationship with him or your hearing and praying to something else. So three days in the desert was my test. One of my first stories. I had become one with God, and you you heard that in the other stories. Now I was to be tested. Did I love the blessings, (laughs) his touch, his presence? Did I love what was happening to me? Yes. How important was it? Because I could be lifted up very high if I prayed for people to be healed and they got healed. It's a badge of honor to be attacked. Mm -hmm. So he tested me, tried me, put me in the desert for three long days without him. I could hear the agony of Christ Jesus in Gethsemane when he knew he was going to the cross. I could hear him sense his agony and loneliness on the cross when he called out, Father, why have you forsaken me? We go through those times. Can we hold what's in us? What do we care about? What's most important? And we do it alone. Nobody knew in my family. I don't talk to people on the prayer lines. I don't call a prayer team person. This is between me and God. Mm -hmm. So you enjoy this story and you get ready. If you want to be helped, somebody's taking a test like this to help you. The Lord's way. You'll be drawn to these videos. You'll get saved, born again from just watching. Here in the garden, you'll be touched. Not everybody passes the test. And their words are empty. 
They're not anointed. They do nothing. And everybody gets upset with them because they are just worldly pastors and preachers. They don't give up their families. They don't give up anything for God. They just make money and enjoy their life. Pastor Deborah was different. I knew it would take everything. I gave up family, friends, culture, traditions. This was all going on in my spirit and my soul. Mm -hmm. Changed my dress. Changed what I did. What my desires were. What I liked. What I wanted. But then when I was tested. What was really important. Him. Or what he could give me. Oh you might cry out. For others. So he'll test you. To see if you really mean it. What happens if he tells you to sit at home for two years? Give up whatever you're doing with no money. Will you do it? What happens if he tells you to stay at home? Don't go to church. Don't be in that prayer circle. Don't work. He did that with me. He'll test you and try you. Put you out in the desert to see what you call. You can study that in the Old Testament. When he was trying to free and bring Israel to himself. We all will go through the desert experiences. And you pass or you fail. And we might go through many days in the desert. We might take the test again and again and again because we fail. And if you're going to be a leader, a king, a mature adult in the kingdom of heaven, you will Take the test till you pass. And if you don't, you will not get there. You will not be helping people the Lord's way to the fullest extent that you could be. You might have some success, but you won't be moving in the gifts of the spirit. You won't be moving in the spirit. You won't be one with him. You'll still be out in the desert. Mm -hmm. So enjoy this story because you too. We're going to spend some time in the desert if you want to help people. But I did it to help you. So, Father, be about your work now. Fulfill Isaiah 61 in these precious child's life. Let my words and my test be fruitful to you. That they do not have to come into the desert. Bring them out of the desert, Father. Bring them through the desert. Where they have not been with you. Birth them anew. Bring manna into their life. Water out of rocks. So they will believe in you father. Where there is no water and no rain. Father speak to the clouds. To come over the areas where there's drought. Help them father. So they will believe in you. Not in their ancestors. Not in other gods. Not in the world governments. For help. But just you. Father use my experiences. To help others. So you can be helping them. To help people. Your way. In the name of Christ Jesus. If you want this. To be like Pastor Deborah. Get born again. Come to the cross. Accept Christ Jesus. As your savior and lord and master. That he died for you. And he rose from the grave. And he sits on the right hand. Of the father now. 
and you will be born a child of the light. Come into an everlasting covenant with him and begin your journey of growing and learning so you too one day can help people the Lord's way. And you will experience days in the desert just just like Pastor Deborah did. You be encouraged and you come into the family again. He will help you in the days of the desert. Bye. See you next time in the next story of Pastor Deborah. Bye.